Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm Matt. And this is Drink Drink with with Matt Matt and Steph, Steph. a podcast about relationships, quarantine, and and drinking. Hello. Oh, is it starting already? Hi there. Hi, welcome to Drink with with Matt Matt and Steph. Steph. Is that silly the way we say it? I don't know. I'm Stephanie. I'm Matt. I mean, we can always just, uh, we could try more of a, I don't know, maybe a soft opening without the, I don't know. Well, I some of my favorite um, podcasts yeah. say the name of their podcast. Okay, that's cool. Um, so, welcome to Drink With Matt Steph. Yeah, a podcast where we have a drink. And we chat and we talk to each other. About life in quarantine. Yeah. Feels like forever. Yeah, and it's it's only just getting started. It's only been a day. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, this could get really dark really fast if I'm not careful. What are we drinking? A little bit of vino. We're One just of our favorite being... go-to table wines, Apothic Red. Apothic Red. I know we're um, it's we're not we're like we're basic. Yeah, we're. I was just gonna say that. That's so funny. I was gonna say we're basic, but we're not that basic. Mm, it's not we're like we're basic. drinking boons or something. I mean. I would. I, I know you I'd would. make a Boone's cocktail. That would be an interesting challenge. Well, that's challenge. different. Boone's cocktail would be different than just right. drinking it. Boone's with a floater of Jaeger. What about like a, um, remember Zima? <gasps> Zima with a, a Jolly, Jolly Rancher. Rancher. I love that. Oh Jolly my Ranchers. gosh. Do you know what? That reminds me of when we worked at Bush Gardens. Yep. That's so where we met. Matt and I met at Bush Gardens. In Williamsburg, Virginia. Blah, blah, blah. A million I was about years to, ago. I was about to mount a six foot unicycle and she thought that was No, hot. no, you have to put the pause. You have to go, I was oh. about to mount. Okay, sorry. No, I know it's actually. Do you see how I get notes? Do you no, see no. how she gives me notes it's on actually, like our creation story? <laughs> it's actually better if I say, he was about to mount. Right, because otherwise it just sounds dirty. And then you say a six foot unicycle. Like, okay, let's, let's so, okay, right, so. we're going to try it again. It reminds us of back in the day. When we worked at Bush Gardens. Yeah, in Williamsburg, Virginia. Where we met. That's where we met. So Matt was about to mount. A six foot unicycle. <laughs> and, and she thought that was hot. <laughs> yeah, not bad. That's pretty good. I like yeah, it. I did too. I mean, it only took us 20 years. but Yeah, oof. Uh, yeah, so. That, that oof wasn't at our, uh, <laughs> that's just the collective oof right. of we're sitting in our apartment and I'm seeing the sun outside and you went outside today, but I didn't go outside because I don't have a mask to wear, so I'm not going outside. I know, I got to make him a mask, you guys. Mm. I'm, I'm I mean, I can make one too. I, I would need to learn how to use your sign. I just machine. imagined your mask made of like Legos or like MacGyvered yeah. out of like yeah. bobby okay. pins and Legos. And it would work. Um, buttons. I don't know. I wouldn't do anything that wasn't, um, that would, you know, I would definitely make something like that work. Yeah. Well, you're, you're good at creating stuff. Yeah. You really are. It's, it um, just takes me forever. But that's because you, you know, you're, it's so important to you to create, like your creative process is mm-hmm. so, it's so important for you to, to come up with it, your idea. It's a big idea. It's a beautiful idea. And you just want to execute it beautifully, mm-hmm. which I get. And it'd be, it's very important. And although I have gotten better about, was it killing my babies and and um, not sticking with the original vision? You Are you talking I mean? about creatively, not actual babies? Yeah, right? yeah, no, not no, actual babies. No, we don't believe in killing because babies. Because otherwise, I would potentially be implicating myself in a felony mm-hmm. via podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, all of a sudden, this podcast took a really strange turn. Yeah, really strange. Where Matt confesses to infanticide. Back to Zima. Yes. So when we were... When we were um, Pre-dating and... Uh, pre-dating. Pre-dating and we sort of knew each other and were flirty and yada, yada, yada. We would before. have lots of these fun... I, my time at Bush Gardens was so fun. It was fun. It was a party. It was literally like 
going to the best arts camp that you got yes. paid for. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. incredible. And cost of living was low, and like pay relative to everybody that was basically high. lived near each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I really learned how to have fun in college. I think. Really. Yeah, because I I didn't know how to really have fun. I was like such a stick up the ass. I that's feel so like funny. Me too. That's something we have in common. I feel like I, I thought you were more of a partier than I. No, was well, I was, but not, but like that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, I always went to parties. It's just I was working as an EMT. Right. I I did. I was not very cool or popular in general. Oh, me neither. But um, but I ended up in the cool show at Bush Gardens, which was really exciting. Like it was like a what was it called? Rocking the boat, get on board for adventure. Rocking the boat, come on everyone. Rocking the boat. We do not have the rights to this yeah, song. Yeah, no, we don't. Um, Although, well, it no longer exists. So we've only we just, just begun. The like big crescendo. Yeah. I was so impressed. You guys had mad mic technique. I just used lavaliers. Yeah, so we had handheld mics that yeah. we had. To... Back to the Zima. I can uh-huh. never finish a thought. That's okay. That's why people are listening <laughs> to see will it ever end. Remember the last time we had this conversation about how we could like we're gonna do a side podcast mm-hmm. called um, Getting Things Done by Matt and Steph. Like oh, right. trying to have we're like gonna, nothing's ever yeah, gonna happen. So so Zima, the um we used to put the Jolly Rancher in it and we used to play this game. And I remember I remember the first time I learned how to put Jolly Ranchers in my Zima. Uh and if you don't know what Zima is, you're probably too young for this podcast. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Because well, it depends. Meaning too young to be listening because we're talking about alcoholic beverages. No, no, or no. Or too no, young because no. you're just not gonna get us. I was just being funny. Oh, because I, I don't want to eliminate anyone from listening to our. Oh podcast. no, no! I was just being funny. Oh. I don't always understand when she's funny, y'all. It might meaning not... I don't understand when she's trying to be funny. I don't even know if I'm actually funny. I just no. I I think it's funny. I think the, it's the funny. idea that like we're so much older than the rest of the world sometimes yeah like oh are you old enough to remember zima well that's the idea like are you old enough to remember the 80s do you remember scrunchies they're making a comeback true well speaking of making a comeback i mean zima can make a comeback too so maybe we can start a movement with everyone like shut down and locked up uh, mm. Maybe people are, you know, can mobilize and uh, show the me one your good thing, Zima. right? The, show me your Zima. The one good thing that will come out of all of this is we will bring Zima back. Nobody needs to bring Zima back. <laughs> Nobody. But Zima and the the Jolly Rancher in it, mm-hmm. and I, 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 we used to play this game, and it was like you'd sit in the circle and try to figure. There was like every time. Spin the bottle. No, I can't remember what it was called. It was almost like um. Somebody was it, and you didn't know they were it. And like, I remember like, coming into the game, it was like murder and every time, yeah, it was kind of like a murder what was game. It and Assassin like, or yeah, but then like, you or... were the whoever the next new person into the game was mm-hmm. didn't know really what was happening. It was super interesting and super alienating. Yeah, it was super alienating. But then we also played like Never Have I Ever and all those things. And mm-hmm. I remember that we should do that on the podcast sometime. I don't think I'm prepared to do it right now, but like between you and yeah. me, yeah. Oh. Never I mean, have I ever. Yeah. That's or really, maybe do a call in and do like a group. Never have I ever. I would love to do a group. Never have I ever. That yeah. would be super duper fun. Yeah. Um, so we met at Bush Gardens. I was doing rock on the boat, and you. Were I was doing, the rainmaker. But you did a million things at the park. I did. That was my. Let me think about this a minute. That was your entire childhood, Seven, basically. No, high school and college. That what is my sixth season? Sixth. Yeah, I think that was my sixth season. Man, I remember I would pass you 
while you were doing your show. Oh, so let's give some context. So I was a street performer, strolling entertainer, doing a Rainmaker show, which is like this medicine man show. If you know Pete's Dragon and you know the snake oil salesman that Jim Dale plays, that's that's what I always used to think um, that show was kind of like. And I'm so I'm out outside. Uh, doing the show in the middle of the theme park and Steph was a part of the main stage show mm-hmm. and they thought they were so cool and the funny thing is I, didn't is think... I was probably getting paid more than y'all because I'd been here a little bit longer or we were making the same amount of money I don't you know I actually when I passed you guys you, you and in general what they would call the strolling entertainers I was baffled because you had to draw your crowd right yep. we had a we had an, an air-conditioned theater Right, we were in Williamsburg, Virginia, and it, it so was... So the theater's a destination just to get out of the it's Virginia hot, heat. It's hot, right? So it's, you know, East Coast humidity, and so everybody who doesn't want to wait in line for a ride is going to... Or at some point is just going to want to cool off in the theater. It's 40, 45-minute show, I think it was. Um, so they would all go into the theater, and, and we drew huge crowds all the time. You had to get... You had to earn your crowd, and you had, yep. to, you had to be interesting to enough keep to keep them there. I had to compete with the roller coasters. And he would draw these gigantic crowds, and they were all cracking up. And he would... And then oh, you would make it actually rain. I would. I made it rain. It, like, actual, like, water rain. And it was... I remember when, like, I would watch pieces of it every time I passed you, and then I, I watched that part. I was like, that's so amazing. And a good piece you of were so funny. Oh, thanks. And I remember watching other people do it after the fact, and I was like, yeah. Well, it's funny because actually later today we're going to be Zooming with one of those, the, the person who actually uh, inspired me, and uh, Jay and oh. Denise, two other uh, um, Bush Gardens folks uh, who also met at the park and uh, now That's have a family. That's right. So it's apropos that we're Bush talking Gardens about Bush Gardens is responsible for a lot of... Um, Relationships. You got that right, and a lot of divorces. A lot of divorces too, but also a lot of successes. Yeah, it was a cool place. Yeah, I mean, Greg and Laura—they're yeah. still together. Yeah. And they have kids. Yeah. I remember when they got together; that was magic. Because she was my stage manager. Oh, that's right. And he was stage managing. Oh, well, he was. He was a, it Italy or pirate? He did a lot of stuff. Yeah. He was a pirate, but then I think he ended up over at Italy. Yeah. Um. We are drinking Apothic Red yes. wine. So in case Apothic is interested in sponsoring us, we <laughs> might end up drinking Apothic on a regular basis. I know. Although I'm I wouldn't th- mind, like, you know, maybe a liquor sponsor. Wouldn't that be cool? Maybe Zima will sponsor Ooh, us. See, that's the thing. If we can get everyone... Let's come up with a really good Zima cocktail. Yeah, Zima cocktail. Bring it back. Do Bring like back Zima. Bring cocktail. back Zima. Cocktail. Yeah, I mean, maybe... Jean cocktail. Zima and Jolly Rancher could get together. And... Well, I mean, because, okay, so I love... Watermelon. Had a sour Patch Kid. Sour Zima. Patch Kid. That would be cool. You know, now you're getting into a whole like range of Zima cocktails, right? Because like I love Watermelon Pucker because it tastes like a Watermelon Jolly Rancher. So already you could do either, you know, Zima with Pucker, Zima Vodka and Pucker. <laughs> this is just getting worse and worse. I know. I'm it? like, the cheese stands alone. <laughs> I, I was thinking do. about how to make it fancy, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> I like bourbon and Ma- pucker. I think you are a Sour Patch Kid. I am a Sour Patch Kid through and through. <laughs> no wonder my mouth always tastes so rough. Your mouth does not taste rough. It tastes delicious. Why, thank you. It's the best thing to kiss. I'm a little blushy now. Because <laughs> this is intimate. We're in like people's ear holes and you're talking about my mouth. <laughs> people's ear holes. Um, um, it's a good mouth. I, I wonder like if that's it. why I don't listen to a lot of podcasts because it's so intimate and it takes... I really appreciate anyone who's listening because... You're like right against your, we're right against your brains. It is true. Uh, but I think if a podcast is done right, uh, you kind of feel like you have these like f- these friends that are talking to you. So you don't want to do this? 
You could do that, I okay, suppose. Okay, cool. Because I guess, you know, I, I, do that. I would know do that, that at a party. You want to do it a lot. Yeah, no, that would be, yeah. It's kind of a cheap laugh. It's not, I wasn't going for the laugh. I was sharing a very a deep part of myself. Sure, yeah, deep deep down yeah, in your belly. That's how I express myself. I express myself through my bodily mm-hmm. functions. We know all about that. Mm. Quarantining with your significant other? It's nice for a while, but sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you need somewhere to go, somewhere to hide, or somewhere that's safe. Strange things happen when you've been cooped up with the same person for weeks on end. Custom Quarantine Panic Rooms has you covered, fully. Quarantine yourself from your quarantine partner by simply locking yourself into one of our state-of-the-art premium panic rooms. Custom Quarantine Panic Rooms can be customized to meet your basic quarantine needs. The basic plan comes with an internal and external lock, guaranteeing that no matter what, your significant other can't get to you when they are really getting to you. Our quarantine panic rooms come fully equipped with features like padded walls for beating your head against over and over again, soundproofing so you can yell, scream, and place all kinds of misdirected blame at your partner without them ever knowing, Wi-Fi and Netflix so you can stream whatever you want whenever you want, a fully stocked liquor cabinet for drinking your feelings, and an endless supply of Kleenex for when those feelings come out. So no matter what is happening with the pandemic, you can feel safe from your quarantine partner with custom quarantine panic rooms. Custom quarantine panic rooms have not yet been approved by the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. Use with caution. Side effects can include bitterness, cold shoulder, nausea, separation, divorce, and in some cases, diarrhea. Custom quarantine panic rooms. Sometimes, it's the only way out. So what what was your day like today, my love? Oh man! Well, I'm getting up early, which is great. I've I've I've, I I've, I've successfully converted myself to being a morning person, just like Sutton Foster and Trek. You are amazing. Oh well, let's just see if I can keep it up. I will say the early morning shenanigans. There are there is literally a Broadway show happening. He's filming his Insta story. It's the only way I can get up in the, the morning. The same exact playlist. It starts with yep. we've got magic yep. to do, and then it's Tiffany. fame. Yep. And I'm so convinced he's brushing his teeth by the time he gets to fame, and that he's jetting across the floor. That's pretty much what happens. And happened. then he's gonna fall. And he's gonna choke on his toothbrush. Oh, no. Or I only danced with a toothbrush in my fall. mouth once, but that's fair. Although she is anxious a lot. Like, did we talk about this in another episode? Like your anxiety around me going to the window. Like, so you are concerned for my safety I'm in general. I'm concerned for everybody's safety oh, right yeah. now. We talked about that heightened state of anxiety last time. But that helps me understand you a little bit better. Even for as long as we've been together, you still, still don't understand me. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> no, it's just like. It's interesting because as, as much as we know each other and as much as we think we know each other, it continues to get more nuanced and interesting. Oh, sure. You discover all kinds of things about each other, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, it's about, uh, under, I guess more than anything, is about attempting to understand when things go wrong and why things went wrong and why things don't always feel as good as they could feel. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I, we, we did that lovely deep clean on Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday? Yeah. or Sunday? Um, I think it was Sunday. Which one? We There's did like a really deep a clean, and it was amazing. And then I think you got the hungries in, at night. Oh, any, oh yeah. And oh. You oh, you don't opened. like it when I, well, I made ramen. Oh, no, well, yeah, right? but the thing is, is it's like, okay, first of all, whoever makes the bags, the packs that the ramen comes in is... I mean, I guess, get it, it's cheap, so they're not made for, like, functionality. But, like, 
there was ramen, like uncooked ramen all over. Or maybe it was cooked. It wasn't it was like, that bad. Well, it was a it little, was a little bit. bit, but the thing is, is that then we like. just cleaned so you felt bad about it. Well, but then I stepped in it and I didn't know it. And then I could, and then all I did was like spread little pieces of ramen all over the floor. Got it. And it felt, it felt terrible. It's good to know. But I think it wasn't even the ramen as much as it was like, the I worked so hard. Thought. I'm tired. I'm tired of being stuck inside. Mm-hmm. And why, like, it's like, again, it's just like that thing. It's like, why the fuck can't the ramen be, you know, not on the floor? Like, why? It just it becomes bigger than it actually is. This is really helpful to hear, though, because I think one of the reoccurring themes in our conflict have to, usually revolves around mess and usually it revolves I around... I thought you were going to say mess. <laughs> That's the next episode. One of the reoccurring like... themes in our conflicts has to do with my meth use. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. Meth is not funny. It's not funny. We have friends who use meth. And, we do? And, and, oh, yeah. And it's a problem. Oh, you have to tell me who they are. This is over. <laughs> I want to know. Nope. I sorry. need to know. I can't. No. No, you got to no, tell me. No, because it's, it's, it's especially in the gay community. Like, it's a it's a problem. And, and honestly, now that everyone's locked down, there are going to be a lot of people quitting cold turkey, I hope. Or actually, no, they're probably engaging in really risky behaviors in order to get it so my heart and is going out to all of my friends navigating <sighs> yeah. uh, meth addiction in this crisis actually it goes out to anyone navigating addiction in the it's crisis. funny my uh, uh somebody that i was friends with in high school posted today you know a, a, a kind of a stop judging disclaimer about people who are going out to get um what other people think are unnecessary items so you know, oh, yeah, you should like, never judge anyone on what they're buying or getting, so whatever. Were, he was saying, like, you know, That's maybe cool. think twice before you condemn somebody who's who's going out to buy gardening supplies or somebody who's going out to buy Why are people wood judging for, that? Because people are it seems like an unnecessary... But the thing is, is he's correct in, the, in that, like, you need to do what you need to do to get through this. You got that right. In the safest way you can, you know? Every man for himself. And so... You know, he was talking about, like, if and you're woman. a suicidal person or if you're... And not gender. I'm listening. I'm just... I know, but, like, it's easier if, if you wait until after I'm done saying the word and then jump in. I think people will appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> no, I want to hear what you have to say. And no, I know I, I'm rambling. No, you're not rambling. I appreciate it. I just, I also, I am really... I think one of the challenges is... For me, and storytelling, and, and this kind of medium in You're general. You think faster than everybody else. No, I don't. That's very kind of you. But no, no, I actually like complexity, and I like having to decipher things. And so it feels good. Like, overlapping is fun. Sure, but if we do too much of it, I'm, I'm curious to know if our listeners will be like, I'm overwhelmed. I agree. No, apparently my understanding about podcast as a form is that it's, it's very linear. I love your... Podcast as a form. Should we do our podcast like this? Okay, let's find out. Let's not find so out. So my uh, my understanding about podcasting as a form is that it's a linear form, and it's all about providing roadmaps for your listener. So you're you're you're, you're letting them in on what's going to happen next, and and setting and up expectations. And the thing that's going to happen next is talking about how you know how it's hard for people, and yeah. if you're if you are suicidal. Or if you have a drug or alcohol addiction or an addiction of any kind, and now all of a sudden the whole world is falling apart, it's hard enough anyway. So he was saying this is, this is somebody's lifeline, and yeah. I think that's really interesting and really important. Um, how is that different than going to get toilet paper, which you don't even really need? Right. I haven't you used toilet just, paper in three weeks. I, I know. 
I keep cleaning the shower, by the way. Just want everybody <laughs> to know. Appreciate it. Um, no, but you know, it's funny because initially I'm like, well, why are people judging that? Or why are they even? And then I realized, wait a minute, people are stupid. And most of the comments and most interaction in general on social media, you really got to, it's not to, about discounting it because it's genuine, but you realize people are saying the most horrible things in general. So of course they're going to critique people and judge people on what they're purchasing. That's why I can't engage. I can't. It's yeah, I'm it's tricky stuff. I think where it's easy to jump to a lot. It's easy to jump to a conclusion. It's easier to judge than to ha- than to have any kind of critical thinking or think For about real. outside of yourself and like other circumstances and and I think unfortunately the way we teach in our school is to not be critical thinkers oh no doubt um well i, I, I mean you know what i mean yeah like, sure you're we should be thinking critically so that we can think about if if thens and all the variables but we're too busy or too egocentric to do that well you know what i actually would, would offer i know i bring up two different points no that's but. fine and we, we should have our educator friends on here to talk about it but one one thought i have is i don't really i mean i would like to believe that it's not anyone's intention i think systemically the way that our systems are set up in this country do not um, uh, incentivize critical thinking. And so it, you know... and Right, but that's because then you might have people that want to break down the, the system that's not working for well, them. Guess what? Those systems are broken. Right. This is the best... This, this could be the greatest thing that ever happened it, to this it country. It absolutely could be, or it could also just be the worst thing that, you I mean, know. Well, that's what sucks. It's, you're right. It's that duality. It's both. It has the potential to be great... But while we're trying to figure out what's going to make it great, we're also navigating devastating tragedy on multiple levels. And I hope that we're able to develop a sense of being able to maintain space for both the devastation and the tragedy and the hope and the potential and the action for the future. Because what I don't want to see happen is people shutting down people's responses towards change and towards optimism because they're not taking into consideration the loss and the tragedy and the devastation. It's like, it's just because you're not always constantly talking about and recognizing and acknowledging the tragedy and devastation Mm. doesn't mean that you're not uh, accepting it, right? right? right, I just, personally, I'm not interested in focusing on the the, the devastation and the tragedy. And I'm lucky and fortunate because at this point, in our little bubble on Bennett Avenue, I can focus on being proactive and taking care of us. And uh, But I'm sure as every day that goes on, it gets closer and closer to our our sphere as far as who's... Well, well, I will say is we have lots of friends on the front lines. We have lots of friends on the front lines. Yeah. And so I'm constantly thinking about them. And, and that's one of the reasons I why... Mean, I mean, it's, it's worrisome. And if you haven't heard from one of them in a while... You're sort of like, are they okay? Yeah. What's going on? Because that, does, in my in my opinion, is probably the most dangerous place you can be. Oh, and well, I would say front lines for medical workers, front lines for people, uh, retail oh, across, workers, across for, the board. Uh, anyone there on was the front an article that went to out to today about grocery workers yeah. and 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 you know links to like just how many how the increase in deaths is starting to happen there and, and like can they protect them and who's going to want to work there part-time they might rather just stay unemployed you know because you're putting your life on the line well, and you know what sucks about this is the ah the only reason why the, the people's lives are on the line is well beyond the, the circumstances of you know our, our health system being maxed out 
the essential um, individuals in the, on the line, they don't have the health benefits that would uh, provide the safety net to take care of themselves when they get sick. I mean, honestly, that's one of my concerns because, you know, I'm on furlough. I'm, we're lucky in that we have insurance until the end of May. Um, but then what? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's my biggest concern, not necessarily getting sick, but navigating what happens afterwards or, yeah. or anyone that has to navigate that and, without and, benefits. you know, if you are somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck, you know, it, it's it's a whole other can of beans. You're, you're like, okay... I know. Okay, so let's let's back up before pandemic. I mean, I have I have stories about being very not well, very ill, and showing up to a gig anyway because I said I was like I didn't know how to get out. Well, of, of course, because you can't get and out it's of your it. Too, yeah, and, and you can't so cancel. And if if that if that's happening to me, and I feel like we do pretty well, I think like mm. we have a, a we we save our money and we like we work really hard, but like. You know, and, and there were times where we were living a little more paycheck to paycheck. But I would say if that if I was if I was on the lower if I was on I the mean, lower end of that technically I just want to interrupt I know you love it when I interrupt. We're actually still living paycheck to paycheck because I'm well exactly it's actually worse. It's we're actually living no paycheck to no paycheck because uh, oh, ni- yeah. neither one of us is actually drawing any kind of thanks, paycheck. Thanks, Matt, for the reminder. No one is actually there's no gig. No work, one's making so any money. We are no longer not living paycheck to paycheck. We are literally in the boat of not generating income at all. Matt's about ready to get wine in his face. Uh, <laughs> well, this sounds like a really good time for me to go to the bathroom. So I'll be back in a minute. Oh, you're gonna go to the bathroom? No, that was actually my way of hiding the fact that I have to take a phone call at 6. Maybe I should have just said I have to take a phone call at 6. Oh, you have to take a phone call at 6? Oh, that's right. Well, you still have two minutes. i got to wrap up. You do have to wrap up. Right now. Okay, well, I wanted to make one more point. Okay, you can make another point. But now I've forgotten the point. About um, paycheck to paycheck. I I don't even know what it was anymore. Well, I'm going to make my phone call. If you remember your point, we'll reconvene a different day. That's right. I think it's about time to wrap it up. Oh, is that the cue? Oh, okay. Let's wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. And how are we going to wrap it up? Um, with a bow. With a bow? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I like talking to you. I like talking to you, too. And uh, we'll be back in, let's see, what is today? Sunday? Uh, yeah. Today is Sunday. Yeah. No, wait. It's Friday. It's, oh, you're right. I don't know what day it is because we're in quarantine. We're in quarantine. See you next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Our, <laughs> I was to say our podcasts drop on Wednesdays, Wednesdays and, and Sundays. Sundays. So take a take a look. Look out for it. Yeah. Take a look out for Take a look see. Take a look see. And we'll see you. On the flip side. On the flip side. Bye, Bye. y'all.